0: Good morning everyone, Matt Lamarsh here with Keller Williams First Atlanta and Selling Sandy Springs. Hope you guys had a wonderful weekend. It is Monday, June 24th and uh, it's actually 9.59 so a new episode of Selling Sandy Springs is about to drop uh, on Facebook and on YouTube and then again here on iTunes. So um, if you haven't been able to check those out on Facebook, on YouTube, um, please let me know so I can get you a link. You can shoot me a text to 678 uh, or uh, an email to matt at mattlamarsh.com and that will make sure that I get one over to you so you can check it out. And um, so excited about that. It's a good one. Uh, Fest signs of, San- uh, of Sandy Springs, excuse me, over there on Hammond, Kristen uh, Madison, the owner operator with her brother, um, did an episode with me last week and it was just a ton of fun. She did a great job. I think she might've been a little nervous, but, uh, um, but yeah, she did a great job and, and, um, I've actually used them for my real estate signs and, um, some other uh, work that they've done for me in the past. So anyway, just a great business, super straightforward expectations from the beginning, which I like, um, you know, timing and timelines, all that stuff is really important, obviously. So, Anyway, but um, I wanted to uh, talk a little more today about um, you know building your network and building your sphere of influence and um, how you can not just increase your business but also increase your network to increase your business and so one of the things that i 've been really just laser focused on for the last year or so is growing my network um, because i 'm a firm believer that when your network grows, your net worth grows and so you know, um, this is not just strictly about money and about doing more business, but and it's, it's actually counterintuitive. <laughs> We're going to talk today about how volunteering um, for different organizations can actually lead to more business. Um, and I don't just mean volunteering like once or twice. I mean, volunteering on the board of, of an organization, volunteering for repeat, um, you know, volunteerism and, and uh, for reoccurring opportunities within Um, you know, organizations that are probably, you know, right outside your front door. Um, And so I'm just going to talk briefly about a couple of the organizations that I've been involved with and that impact on my business, not just my landscaping business, but now certainly in my real estate business, there's been huge, huge opportunities come to me as a result of those organizations. And so I'm just going to touch on a couple, Um, but definitely there's, you know, outside of these two, three, Four that I'm going to mention. There are massive opportunities, uh, as I said, right outside your door. So, if you're not involved with your local chamber of commerce, that to me is like the first place that you go and get involved. Whether it's through a small business council or um, a nonprofit organization within the chamber that is looking for volunteers, it's just a great way to meet a ton of people in a really short amount of time. And again, this is what you're trying to do. You're trying to build your network to, again, ultimately build your net worth. And so um, the Chamber of Commerce is like a no-brainer. That's the first place I go. And then the second two, three, four that you're going to look to get involved with are going to be things near and dear to your heart or near and dear to your business. So for me as a real estate agent, there is a local um, board of realtors, obviously, that has uh, a number of you know, volunteer positions on it but for me and this is kind of like a subset of that group is the young professionals group within that uh, board and so you know all basically under 40 um, you know those those folks do a great job of volunteering but also they do socials um, really 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 trying to get more involved especially in the second half of the year with that organization and you might say matt why would you want to go network with other agents well probably because I'm going to run into them at some time. <laughs> so I'd rather have a good relationship than a bad relationship. Am I going to make any money off of them? Maybe not directly like you would think about networking with, you know, a potential buyer or seller. But if they're sitting across from me at the closing table, I want to know who I'm dealing with. Um, and I want to know, is this going to be a good and easy relationship? Or is it going to be difficult and hard for me to, um, you know, work with work with them? Because they're not a coworker, they're just a colleague. But um, that is one reason I really, really, really want to dig into the young professionals network within the Atlanta Board of Realtors here, and um, or the Atlanta Realtors Association, I should say, to, to give their correct name. Um, but anyway, that's one that I'm really getting um, getting excited about here for the remainder of this year. Obviously, you can't join it unless you're a realtor, but that's one that I am definitely going to be a lot more involved in here. Um, throughout the the next half of this year. So, uh, but in addition to that one, uh, a lot of you guys know, but probably a greater number don't know that uh, for the last four years, actually ending in January, this past uh, January, six months ago, I was the um, president of our homeowner's association. And uh, (laughs) I know what a lot of you are thinking. Um, I would never, ever, 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 ever join my neighborhood board. (laughs) <laughs> for our homeowners association, but I would encourage you to give it a second look, give it a second thought, because a lot of good can come from that organization. We moved to Sandy Springs about eight years ago, and I think seven years ago, I joined the board as the vice president, um, and that was a little daunting, at least it, I thought it was going to be daunting when I first kind of took it over, but, you know, come to find out, it's very easy. You you run an HOA like you do a business. Um, and if you do that, and if you think about the community members within your neighborhood, and if you think about the budget, and if you think about all of these things as as a package and, and not as an individual you know, grouping, you can't just think about the budget. You can't just think about the money that comes in and goes out. You have to think about the people. You have to think about the community members that have been there since they first built that house in 1950-something. Um, and then you have to think about the new families coming into that, um, into that neighborhood. And so you really have to give it kind of like a holistic approach to really understand you know, the dynamics of, of an organization like that. And um, I think we did a pretty good job. I did it for four years as the president, so um, was vice president for about two, three years, and then took over as president um, about four years ago. And um, my big goal for that was for us to get out of debt and this year, I'm happy to say that we we will actually be completely out of debt. Um, we won't owe anyone any money. And for an way that's a big deal because if you've got, you know, $1,000 every month going straight from your, you know, budget to pay for debt um, that happened, you know, 10, 12, 15, 20 years ago, um, that's limiting the opportunities that, that you've got kind of moving forward to improve your amenities, you know, keep up with landscaping, all that type of stuff. So... That's one organization um, that I am very, very grateful I had the opportunity to serve on. And um, I think I achieved all of my goals as far as what I was looking to kind of set out and do. It's obviously a big challenge with a young family because there's monthly meetings and there's always phone calls and emails and stuff getting traded. But at the end of the day, it's a very, very worthwhile, um, you know, kind of endeavor, especially if you want to, you know build your network. And so that kind of leads me to just like a little sub point here about that. Um, In the last week here, I've gotten uh, three new uh, listing appointments. And two of them, I'm pretty confident are going to come on board. The third one, they just don't know when they're going to sell. So I don't know when I know that one's going to pop. I just don't know when. Um, But those are all in my neighborhood, all three of them. And if I hadn't been in that position, I don't think as president, for clarification, if I don't think if I don't think if I had been in the position of president of that homeowner's association, people wouldn't know my name. They wouldn't know who I was. They wouldn't know what I was up to. And um, you know, when I first started my real estate career six months ago, I sent out an email to everyone in my neighborhood and said, "Look, thank you so much uh, for the support of my landscaping business for the last four years. Really appreciate it. I'm now pivoting into this real estate business. Would love to help any of you buy, sell, whatever I can." you know help you guys with in that capacity and a lot of them have have uh have come out of the woodwork so to speak so super excited about that and it works um so that's kind of my um you know win if you will there for why it's a good um good thing to be involved with your homeowners association outside of that it really just kind of keeps you in the loop as to what's going on in your neighborhood I mean. You know, if you've just bought a home in a neighborhood and have no idea what's going on, it's a great way to get a lot of information in a very short amount of time and protect your investment. Because if you have a homeowners association where there's pools and tennis courts and, you know, amenities, really nice amenities, that's part of your investment into that, into that property that you own. Um, you may say, well, I don't join the HOA, or I, buyers are looking for that. There are buyers out there that buy just in swim tennis communities, period. Um, and so that adds value to your current property. But anyway, that's just one example of kind of some volunteering that I've done in the last couple of years here that's really helped kind of grow my network and grow my business now in real estate. And again, three new listings coming on in the next month or so. That's huge, huge for my business. So really, really excited about that. The second one uh, that I wanted to talk to you, that's something just I'm super passionate about, so it didn't really feel like volunteering most times. <laughs> it definitely feels like volunteering other times, but um, I am the vice president of the um, Porsche Club here in Atlanta. It's called the Peach State Porsche Club. If you will, on Facebook or Instagram, whatever, you'll see all, all of our content there. Um, Adam Kachansky, one of our um, board members, is the social media chair, does a fantastic job of keeping us kind of up to date on Facebook and Instagram and what's happening there and um, kind of some, you know, content around what the club's up to. Um, so about two and a half, three years ago, I started on the uh, the Porsche Club's board as the social uh, chair. And the social chair basically organizes all the social events for the club. Um, there's obviously 12 months in a year. We do a monthly social, which is basically just dinner out. It's a brief meeting for about 20, 30 minutes of the upcoming events, past events, um, you know, kind of what's going on in the club. But in addition, we kind of introduce new members to old members. And it's basically just a way to meet uh, people on the board, but also people in the club. And those events have 50, 60, 70, 90, 100 people, kind of depending on the month and uh, the location. Um, the Peach Day Club kind of serves metro Atlanta. We do go up into north Georgia and kind of down to Macon, but that's kind of where other regions start to pick up. So we have about 2,000, members in that club. Um, and as I said, I was responsible for organizing the monthly socials. Um, but then I also added last year, 2018, a new event called Porsches and Coffee, where uh, the last year it was the first Saturday. This year it's the last Saturday of the month. Um, that we would organize for about two hours at a local coffee shop or a Starbucks or whatever we could, wherever we could get someone to agree to have us. Um, and uh, from nine to eleven, that's a Porsche joke. From 9 11, get it. Um, we we would meet, have coffee, talk cars, talk about the club, talk about past cars, um, future cars. Just you know, it was a good time to again kind of socialize with uh, some of the newer members, some of the older members. Um, in a very informal setting, no, like, formal meeting or anything attached to that. Um, and what's great about that is you could come for five minutes, you could come for two hours. Um, so that was kind of unique in that we saw a lot of people that would, you know, just kind of, like, drive by and see a ton of Porsches out in the parking lot and go, what's going on over here? And they pull in and they'd start talking with us and, you know, they would know someone that owned a Porsche or they would, you know, they knew someone that was looking for one. So it was just a great way for us to kind of build um, another leg to the social um, aspect, if you will, of the club. And that's been wildly successful. The first year we averaged about 60 to 75 cars every single month. I mean, even in January and December and, uh, February when it's, you know, I think it was 18 degrees one time, it was freezing and people still came out. I think we had like 60 cars out there one day, but anyway. Um, but so to go back to how this has built my network, I actually just got a listing from a guy in the club, uh over in Smyrna that we're uh we're selling for him. And I'll be going live here probably in the next week or so. Um but again, putting my name out there, putting um, you know, what I'm doing for the club and let's be very, very clear. These volunteer opportunities can take a ton of time. They can take a ton of time, they can take a ton of energy. Um it is not something that if you're looking to contribute like 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes a month, that's just not going to work. We're talking hours for you to have to invest to really start to see um, any sort of fruit come off of this vine. And so now I've been in the club for four years, five years, and I've been on the board for four of those five years or three of those four years, I can't remember, um, in some volunteer role, in some board member role. And so Obviously, I've gotten to meet all of the board members, but in going to all the socials and going to uh, a lot of the events that we do throughout the year, gotten to meet probably two or 300 members, is my guess, um, by the time it's all said and done. And so, again, just trying to keep top of mind as your realtor of choice. I'm trying to find different groups, different organizations that I can be involved with, even if it's just for two or three years at a time, to put my name out there as the realtor. Um, Now, especially before it was as a landscaper and as a lawn care business owner. Um, And now that's changed, right? Um, So that's kind of the second uh, group, if you will, that I've volunteered for. Again, a ton of time, ton of effort, but I'm now starting to see the results of that. And, And I'm very honest, by the way, here when I say that I didn't get involved with these groups to sell more real estate. I got involved with the HOA because I wanted to give back to my community. I wanted to I set some goals for myself and for the the HOA to achieve together. I didn't even know I was going to be in real estate four years ago. Um, I kind of knew I wanted to build a business, but I also knew it was going to take a ton of contacts and a ton of business people in my network to really kind of take it to the next level. And it's the same thing. I didn't join the Porsche Club in the hopes that, um, you know, again... I would have the opportunity to sell something to someone at some point. But that's naturally what's what's occurring here, what's happening. And if you're looking for like a quick fix, a quick solution to, to buying and selling more homes as a realtor or, um, you know, creating another business and selling to a group of people, this is not the, the fast way to do it. This is the slowest possible way. It's the most organic way. It's kind of like grassroots marketing, right, where... You're putting your name out there. You're putting your business out there, and you're not seeing results for years. So, if you're looking for a quick fix, this is not the solution at all. There are a million other things that you could do to go out and um, and get business right now that would be a lot more effective and a lot more impactful for your business. So, if you're looking, just a word of caution: if you're looking for um, a quick fix to to get business in the door. This is not the way you do it. This is the way that you build brand. This is the way that you build your marketing. This is the way that you build your image. Um, and, and the hopes that, you know, over the course of several years, people start to think of you in that new capacity, whatever it might be. So whether you're a realtor, a landscaper, a small business owner in any other capacity... Um and looking for that quick fix. This is not the way you do it. This is not how you get money fast at all. The final group, <clears throat> excuse me, is called the Sandy Springs Council of Neighborhoods. And I've been on this board for about three or four, maybe even five years now. I start to lose count of the years start to really run together here. <laughs> but anyway, the uh the Sandy Springs Council of Neighborhoods. basically a group of about 10 or 12 individuals that um represent the city of sandy springs and the neighborhoods within it um and so the president Rhonda smith has done just a fantastic job for the last two years or so um before that trisha thompson um was the president she did an awesome job and just was really really and and so is Rhonda, really well respected um, within this area, and the council of neighborhoods basically represents about a hundred neighborhoods uh, within the city of Sandy Springs. And when I say represent them, what they're trying to do is enhance the quality of of life in Sandy Springs. Um, they're trying to make things better by bringing home homeowners associations, communities, um, you know, condominiums, apartments, all that type stuff. To basically bring all of the men around the same table to share knowledge about what's going on in the area, as immediate uh, in the in the immediate area that directly affects them, but also kind of as a city, you know, widespread. And so they also identify, you know, common issues and goals that are basically trying to unify the com- the community. And you know, this is a really big challenge because you can't make everyone happy, and especially when it comes to a city of you know, hundred and ten thousand. There's just no way. I mean, even within a neighborhood, you can't make everyone happy. You just try to find the best result for for everyone, whether that's traffic or development across the street. Um, That's basically what they do. And they're trying to kind of hold developers feet to the fire when it comes to, um, you know, zoning issues, creating um, new developments in and around the city. And so they've been involved with um, basically every apartment complex built on Roswell Road north of 285 well and south of 285 as well as a new um, 285 and 400 interchange uh, that's currently going on for probably the next I don't know 10 years or so <laughs> um, but basically they have a monthly board meeting I attend um, pretty regularly um, during the summer is a little more challenging with the kids and stuff but they have a monthly meeting uh, actually over slopes across from City Springs so if you ever want to go in there and check one out I'd, I'd encourage you to it's a great very informational kind of packed meeting where they talk about recent zoning cases uh, new developments coming to the area um, and there are basically officers uh, within each of the districts that represent that district and kind of speak to the development that's going on in their district so um, those folks are really plugged into the network and really understand and are attending a ton of meetings both at the city council level but also the planning commission level Um, Just to give you guys a little frame of context, basically what happens is when an apartment developer or a home developer wants to come in and build new homes or build a new apartment building, whatever, they have to go through a process of community community development meetings where they have to meet with the community uh, for two separate meetings at two different locations. And basically what they're trying to do there is get some community feedback on what they like about the project, what they don't like about the project, the the stuff that they want to see within the project. And that's not just like the number of units, but like landscaping. And is there going to be a retail component to that residential um, development? Is there going to be, if it's a residential builder, um, what style of the homes are they going to be building? Um, What types of amenities will they have? What types of, you know, stormwater impact will there be? What type of tree canopy impact will there be? And so... There's kind of some committees, three or four committees on on the uh, board here of the Council of Neighborhoods that represent zoning, green space and environment, uh, education as well, talking to the private and public schools about how to better the education from a neighborhood and HOA perspective. Um, There's communications director. And then there's also transportation because that's huge in this area. Everyone always talks about traffic, how bad it is. And you know we're super super limited, and I think if you guys go back and watch episode one of the selling sandy springs uh series you you hear Mayor Paul talk a lot about you know the roads that we have here are basically limited to what they are right now we can we can't really widen a lot of them we can't really make a lot of them better because the space we're so limited um on the space that we have available to us so um, but they just again this this organization does a fantastic job um and you know i've been very blessed to serve um, as one of their one of their directors at large for district three and four. Um, I live in District Four here in Sandy Springs, which is represented by jody Reichel. and um again, these guys just do a fantastic job they attend a ton of meetings there's a monthly um, board meetings as I mentioned, but there's also a monthly city council meeting and planning commission meeting those both come after the community meetings in the development process And so you're able to go and attend those meetings and kind of give your feedback and give your input as to what you would like to see the community kind of grow and develop to be um, based on the, um, you know, development code that we've just rewritten for the next 10 years um, in our cityhood. Um, So that'll go basically 2019 to 2029. Um, So anyway, those are just three of the organizations that I've been involved with, the Mount Vernon Woods Homeowners Association, the Porsche Peach State. Uh, I should say the Porsche Club of America, Peach State Region, (laughs) get it all right, Um, and then the Sandy Springs Council of Neighborhoods. And again, I think all of these organizations do a fantastic job. I wouldn't be on them if I felt like they were, you know, drama-filled and weren't really accomplishing anything or just like a good old boy network. Each one of these organizations, I think, does a fantastic job of balancing the powers that they have and, and again when you're looking at the HOA it's the homeowners versus the budget and the future of that organization with the club it's trying to do I think we do 50 different events with the Peach State Club and um, there are you know 20 board members that manage all of those events I mean it's it's hard to go like April to October through the course of a weekend without having one two three different events going on with the Porsche Club um And you can always follow me on, uh, Instagram at M L A M A R S H M LaMarche to kind of see what I'm doing with the club there. I do a lot of the Porsches and coffee, a lot of the socials, obviously still, um, every once in a while, try to get out to the track to, um, you know, get some track time and that's becoming more and more challenging and it's not cheap either. No one told me that, uh, it's going to be expensive to not only own a Porsche, but then to, uh, Put it on the track. But anyway, um, and then the Sandy Springs Council neighborhoods, you know, to to be involved with that group and to see the impact that they have and the respect that they have when they walk into a planning commission meeting or even the um, city council meetings. I mean, that, that group is really, really, really well respected and they know what they're talking about. There's a lot of really smart folks that have been involved with that organization for a long time that give a ton of their time back into that organization, really back into our city. So, um, anyway, hope someone finds that of value, though. If you're looking to grow your network, again, this is a great way to do it, but it takes months and years to really figure out what you want to do, what organizations you want to be involved with, and then when you get involved with them... Again, if you're looking to sell a house next month because of your sudden involvement in one of these organizations, it's just not going to work that way. You're building brand, you're building your marketing, you're building your sales pipeline for years down the road. And so I know that, you know, in the next six months, someone's going to come to me and say, you know, I appreciate your involvement with the Porsche Club. I know you're a realtor. We want to work with you. I I just know that's going to happen. It's already happened, right? I know someone else from my neighborhood in the next six months is going to come along and say you know, I haven't talked to you in a couple of years. I um, appreciate you serving on our board, but uh, we're looking to buy or we're looking to sell. I just know that's going to happen because that's how it does it. That's how this thing, that's how the system works. And that's how it's worked for me in the past. Um, you know, anytime I get business from an organization within a year, I'm shocked. <laughs> um, so again, if you're looking for like a quick fix, this is not the way to do it. I would encourage you to go find another way to go and sell and find your value proposition. Mine is by giving back to my community through these different organizations. I enjoy being a part of them. It's fun for me to be in the know with what's going on in my city here in Sandy Springs, but it's also good for me to understand the dynamics of the Porsche Club and, you know, what people like about it and what people don't like about it and and what they enjoy doing with the club. And you know, just hearing hearing from different members, what's what's kind of scratching their itch and what's not. Um, that allows us to build a better club, and that allows us to give them the experience um, that they may not be able to get anywhere else. So, um, so anyway, going back to the first point though about um, you know other organizations you can get involved with. Certainly, the perimeter your you know your chamber of commerce. I'm involved with the Sandy Springs Perimeter Chamber, which is the Dunwoody and Sandy Springs Chamber of Commerce here um and have been in the past and you know it can be a car club it can be a rotary it can be a professional organization um you know if you're an attorney there's attorney groups out there if you're a realtor there's realtor groups out there if you're an accountant you can find accounting groups and bookkeep, bookkeeping groups um if you're in marketing there's the American Marketing Association um if you're in sales or want to be in sales there's tons of sales organizations that you can join um, both publicly and privately. Um, and even within a lot of the businesses, we're starting to see subsets or subgroups come out of, um, of different specialties, if you will. So anyway, hope that's helpful. And, um, again, if you're looking to build it fast, this is not the way to do it. This is like brick by brick. As my good friend Naylor Taliaferro said, if you want to build a business, if you want to build a brand, it takes one brick at a time, and that's basically what I'm doing with each one of these organizations is just putting one brick in at a time, building the wall that's going into you know, the one side of the building, um, and it's literally taken years now, So, um, but I don't regret any part of it, um, any, any part of it all. But um, anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. If you haven't taken the chance to subscribe yet, please make sure you do that, especially here in iTunes. Um, certainly on YouTube at Selling Sandy Springs and on Facebook at Selling Spring, Sandy Springs. Good grief. I can never get that right. At Selling Sandy Springs on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, visit our website at SellingSandySprings.com, which is also at um, www.matlamarsh.com And uh, shoot me an email anytime, Matt at MattLemarche.com. And uh, a text call, coffee, whatever you guys want to do, six seven eight six eight seven four three nine seven. 687 Really, really, really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen, to uh, engage with me here and on Facebook and on Instagram. Really just means so much to me. Um, and if you have a suggestion for a future show topic or for a future guest that I need to have, whether they just want to do the podcast or they just want to do the videos, um, I'm happy to have them either way. And uh, if you know of someone that uh, would like to get more um, eyeballs on their business. Love to have them do either one, no matter what they're more comfortable with. So, um, hope you guys have a fantastic week and uh, we look forward to chatting with you soon. We'll talk soon. Thanks so much. Bye bye.